Hello, hello, hello. It is that great time of the week where the Manny Show is on Shea Radio. And I got my trusty homies in the studio with me. What's up, y'all? Hey. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> got three Germans and a Brazilian. And an American, Mexican-American at that. I'm. Uh, my parents used to always call me 31 Flavors. Because I was like, my dad is Apache Indian. And, my, uh, um, and Mexican. So that's two different things, right? And then my mom, she's uh, German and French. Third generation, something like that. And then you have me all mashed up <laughs> so yeah that's me anyways you all listening to us this is the manny show on uh on shea radio and um you're gonna have us for the next hour we're going through a theme what's the theme that we're going through lena uh so we have a series that's called faith hope and love and mm. today it's the last part oh. so we're gonna talk about love today oh all about that love <laughs> That word is so overplayed, huh? In this society, is it also you know? Because like, it depends on what culture you come from and language. You know, uh, in America, we we say, "Oh, I love this," or "I love you," or and we use it for everything. Do you have that also in your languages with that word? Yeah, it's like I love pizza, video games, and you say love for everything. <laughs> you do everything you like. You say I love. So in Portuguese, yeah, let me, let it loses your it loses the meaning sometimes. Let, let me hear it. Yeah. Eu amo pizza. <laughs> huh? <laughs> and in German, what about you? Is it the same? Yeah, it's the same, I would say. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. You're just full of words today. Yes. <laughs> I, am, I am loving it. Oh, my goodness. Cool. All right. So we're going to do that. And uh, hopefully you listening... Um, Really get something out of this. If you're just listening on the radio, continue to do so. There's many different ways that you can listen. You can, uh, on the radio, like always, you can stream it from their website, sjey.fo, shayfo. Um, and this is uh, if you're listening live. Uh, we're also streaming it on uh, Shay's Facebook page, so you can jump in on there and say hi to us. There's a few people watching, so hello. Thanks for joining us on Facebook Feel free to write a comment if you have any thoughts on what we're talking about. You want to contribute to the conversation, the dialogue. You have a song request, maybe. Prayer request. Praise report. Got any praise reports, people? Anything good going on? Yes. Yeah, always. Oh, always. Yeah. yeah, what's going on? Uh, I, I think the nice thing it was about Link that we were doing on City Church, mm. and we got some... New kids yeah. sometimes, and yeah. we're looking, trying to have even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like. I can't. Oh, I can't compliment you all enough, and so thankful that you're all here with us. And uh, I, I ran into the old leader of YWAM uh, today, just walking down the street, and she stopped me in my place. Like I just said hi, and she ran back to me and stopped <laughs> me in my place, and she's like. I think it is so awesome what you're doing in the schools. We've been praying for this to get into the schools for years. Like they just been praying because they want to see Christ continue to just influence those values in the school system. And and to know that that we're able to go in and not with a prior, you know, like oh we're going to come and sneak in this or that. We're, you know, we're just going in. Uh, to help fill, fulfill a need in the school, volunteer, hang out with the kids, be encouragement to them, you know, just stuff like that. And But I mean, um, in that relationship, natural things happen, right? And we're already seeing it where they're like wanting to come to the things that we do even after the school. And that's that's just crazy awesome. So are you? what do you think about that? You like how that's going so far? Yeah, it's good, and I think this uh, has something to do about love. Like mm. We're doing this because we love them. Yeah, and I think the one of the most important things when you're doing a work that involves helping people or like trying to help and trying to please people in a way. Please, um, yeah, yeah. I thought you said police. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So <laughs> I think we we need to always be prepared to 
like doing without wanting to get a like oh thank you or like yeah. you know because mm -hmm. yeah. sometimes you can just do and some people they just don't val uh, don't give the value for yeah. it yeah but but we need to be ready because we're not doing first of all we're doing for God and second for them mm -hmm. so that's what we need to yeah have in our hearts yeah. Yeah, but until now, I have the feeling that the people are very thankful. Yeah. yeah. And also, like the children, it's just nice to see how they enjoy what we are doing. And, mm. and they ask us if we come back next day. Yeah. And then we have to tell no. And Monday <laughs> and Tuesday, we aren't there. <laughs> oh, they're like, ah, pulling out their hair. No, just playing. <laughs> no, they can and get like offended. They're like, I'm here five days of the week you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's great. But, you know, we've had other teams come and it was just like a taste test. So they were only there for a couple of weeks and the kids just started getting warmed up and then mm. bye. But now you're here all the whole school year. So that's, yeah, just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, we're going to jump into this topic, but I thought we could play a song. One of my famous songs, style, you know, <laughs> and then... Um, Hey, let's see who joined. Oh, my dad joined. He wrote something. I can't read it from here, but what does it say? Finally got to see you live. Hey, nice. <laughs> nice to see you live. Alive. <laughs> cool. All right. So I'm going to play a song. And um, Jan, I think you'll like the title of this song. It's called Satan. <laughs> Whoa! <Why are> we... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because you like metal music. It's not metal, but it just—it reminded me of you. I don't know why. Not that you have a relationship with Satan or anything, but like you know, I just—I don't know. <laughs> I just thought of you. I have no idea. All right, cool. I hope you enjoy the song. It's like a lo-fi mixed with the Hillsong song. <laughs> Hillsong. <song>. Nice. <laughs> All right, here you go. Enjoy. Let's see. Such a cool title for this song, huh? No. So, do you, can, can, <laughs> can you see why I thought of you, Young? No. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a really good story, and like his realism through his raps, through his rhymes about life. Yeah, so very cool. That is, um, oh, how do you even say the name? CCYRO1. CCYRO1. RO1. So there you go. Cool. All right. If you're just joining us again, the Manny Show on Shay. And it's not just the Manny Show anymore. It's the Manny Show with the Pace Team. And we'll be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be taking over the radio every Thursday from 3.30 to 4.30 London time. I like how you wrote that on there, by the way, on the graphic. <laughs> I think someone told me to. So oh, really? That's why, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> Cool. All right. So we've been doing this Faith, Hope, Love series. And uh, Daniel, where, where is this from? Because you're actually the one that thought of this idea. First Corinthians 13. Yeah. Oh, 13, 13. Yeah. 
And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest, greatest of this is love. Right on, and we're ending with that one. But why, um, it says that these three remain, but actually love will continue always. Why not the other ones? Because we don't need faith and hope when we are already in heaven. Like Faith is when we don't see. Mm. In heaven, we are like yeah. experiencing, so yeah. we don't need faith. Yeah. But love is forever. Come on. Very cool. All right. And so, like, um, the last part is love, but this whole chapter is on love. I don't know if you've seen, like, come on, you, you, you two are girls, <laughs> right? And I'm sure you are, it's stereotypical. You love these, what do they call, chick flicks? You know chick flicks? No. You never heard no. that phrase before? <laughs> no. Chick oh, Chick, not Chick fil A. <laughs> chick flicks. It's like romance uh, movies where you know, like a boy and girl get together, fall in love, and they live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Those type of movies? Yeah. yeah. We do. We watch <laughs> Come on. You know you got a soft heart for those. But, anyways, so I've seen a few of these chick flicks. And uh, like there's like a wedding or whatever, and then they have their vows. And a lot of them, their vows are they use. 1 Corinthians 13, mm-hmm. because it's all about love, and they want to have that type of love in their marriage. So then they quote that as their vows to each other. So, and then I was talking to you yesterday, Lena, about this chapter, and you said you really loved a certain part of it. What part is it that yes. you love? Uh, it's the first part. Um, like, I think, yeah, verse 1, 2, 3. Yeah, you want to read it to us? Yes, sure. So it says, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love... I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Jeez. It's hardcore. Why, why do you like it so much, though, personally? Uh, I think it's several reasons. First of all, I really, like, I have... A fable for when like things are really nicely written, and that's like a passage of mm. the Bible that is so nicely written and it's so poetic, mm-hmm. as you already said. Yeah. But also, I think it's so beautiful that it actually, like it says in there, like we can do whatever, we can do everything, but in the end, it's not enough, or it it means nothing. It even says mm. if we don't do it in love, and it just. Yeah, says what it's all about. It's all about love. And yeah. love is the essence of everything. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it's a really powerful um, scripture, I think. Yeah, I agree. Can I, can I use your phone real quick? I want to yes. look at the rest of this because I, I like what you said. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, right here. Swipe. <laughs> oh, swipe. There we go. Swipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Because like, you know, another part, I think it's in First John, it says that God is love. Right. So a lot of people, they say, you know, they have their own ideas or expressions of love, even Christians. And, and sometimes I have to look at myself, too, and I'm just like, okay, if, if I say I'm a Christ follower and God is love and it says for us, you know, and Jesus and God are one and we're supposed to have the same attitude as Jesus. So therefore, we should be expressing the same love. Jesus says, love others as I have loved you. Right. So we got to have this love. And then you, this first part that you were reading is like, if you don't do this, if you, if you do all these things, but you don't have love in it, then, then it's pointless, right? But if love is God, then it's also saying that if you don't do anything, any of these things for God, then it's pointless. <laughs> so it's not like it's not good enough. It's just you have the wrong motives behind doing them. Mm. Anything you do, that's cray cray. And then, you know, then we go down to verse four and on. Who has their Bibles with them? Me. Did you got it? Can you read verses, uh, I think it's four through... Seven. Seven, yeah. Shay. Shay! Yeah. Oh! <laughs> love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It, do, is, it, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. 
Nice. And love never fails. Even better. All right. So this is what I like to do with some of my youth and, and a reminder of myself, just to see if we got his love on us, right? Because again, like I just said, we're supposed to love like Jesus loved us. So then we put our name there. Are you ready? So we're going to practice this. We're going to see where, where we're doing good and where we like, mm, not so good. No. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Manuel is patient. Of course, I'm patient with you guys. Why are you laughing inside? No, I'm not. You, you had the biggest smile. Like, no, no. Like... I think you're very patient with us. <laughs> with us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Manuel is patient. Manuel is kind. Manuel doesn't envy and is not boastful. <laughs> He's not proud. He doesn't dishonor others. He's not self-seeking. He's not easily angered. Oops. And keeps no record of wrongs. Manuel does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Manuel always protects, trusts, hopes, and perseveres. Manuel never fails. <laughs> wow. Some of these I really like. That I, I, I really enjoy living out. Um, I don't delight in evil. Not at all. And I love to rejoice with God's truth. That's just something I really enjoy doing. Um, I'm, I think I'm very protective with, with you guys, with my family, with the things, the linksters, you know, the, the students at the school. Like if anyone was, a, was to mess with them or hurt them, I'd be oof, mm. all over it. I've killed a cat before, man. Um, (laughs) yeah envy and and boastful yeah anyways what about you guys put your name in some of these yeah i think like the things i need to improve is not boasting and not self proud Mm. and not self-seeking okay because yeah uh, i think it's it's hard to love the other as you love yourself like Truly, like Ooh, yeah. so. In a way, we—I think—we're all a bit self-seeking sometimes. Yeah. So, so when you pass a mirror, do you stop and look twice? Huh? <laughs> when you pass a mirror, yeah. you know, do you stop and look twice? You're like, whoa. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say the same because I think we all, or like a lot of people, have also me have like like a lot of that we think wrong about us ourselves we mm. aren't that self-aware what we can do but also what we cannot do and then mm. we are maybe like it's like i'm so good actually we aren't that good or we always uh try <laughs> to <I'm> so good. <laughs> <laughs> or we try like to find excuses for things yeah. that we can't excuse mm. so that is also a part of like yeah i don't know this and i could be more patient maybe mm. and sometimes uh not so rude. So this is, yeah. Hmm. Like three points yeah. Or, or. I think that patience is a weird one, right? Because you, you usually, am I patient with others? But actually, if you're not patient with yourself, you're definitely not going to be patient with others. It all starts with how we treat ourselves, huh? In some areas. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. What about you girls in this whole love chapter? Which ones do you really like? Yes, you're passionate for, and what are some that you're like? Hmm, I need some help in that area. Um, also for me, it starts that love is uh, like that. I'm patient because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, yeah, I have to work on that definitely. Mm-hmm. Which one do you enjoy though? Oh, for me, it's also um, the. Just not in, rejoice about injustice. Mm. That I can yeah. see myself there. Yeah. Yeah. Death. Yeah, I think for me the biggest, or like, I just thought one of the biggest challenges it does not envy because I think it's so like natural mm. to envy and it's so natural yeah. to always look at others and look at other like at their lives and be like, no, I wish I had that. And oh yeah. 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 So I think and. Yeah, I think it's really like under the radar. So you, 
Yeah, because no one really sees it. You're yeah. the one that feels the pain of it. Mm. Yeah. But I think actually, I think I could work on all of them. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I actually enjoy being patient. And like I'm also surprised by myself saying that. Um, but because I've never been that patient. Um, mm. But I think like I have a good friend that like I really get taught patient with patience with mm. and she was always like oh my goodness you're so patient with me and i was like oh yeah i, I actually I, <laughs> <laughs> i never saw myself there well, so i actually like yeah i actually really enjoy being patient very very cool nice so uh, those listening uh, do the challenge go to first corinthians 13 and put your name where love is and see the areas and it's not to bring condemnation or like heaviness on you, but it's like, okay, wow, this is how much more I need God in my life, you know? And, and you know, just go to Him with, you know, those areas. But also make sure you allow yourself to rejoice and be glad in the things that you are doing well or that you enjoy doing because we need to celebrate. Because when you read God's Word, it's not supposed to bring you down, it's supposed to lift you up. And so I think it's Romans, uh, Romans 8, it says that we're more than conquerors. In Christ Jesus who loves us, right? So that means that we're victorious and we're supposed to live that way. So we look through this and we, we, we acknowledge the victories that we've gotten through the love of Jesus, first of all. And then we talk to him and have Holy Spirit help us through the areas that we need to work on more. So, yeah, I think that's a safe way to do it. So go and do that while we play a song. <laughs> Come back and tell us which one you really enjoy living in all right so here's another song with a better name yeah (laughs) (laughs) this one's called holy spirit (laughs) we went from satan to holy spirit so uh yeah let's see what we can do here enjoy
right, we're back. Was this a nicer song to listen to? Yes. <laughs> I mean, awesome. the other song wasn't bad. Yeah. But the title was. Oh, <laughs> well, that one you're just listening to is Holy Spirit featuring Austin. Austin Music Worship. All right, cool. So we are continuing or actually ending this series, Faith, Hope, and Love, focusing on love. And uh, we just went through the love chapter, and uh, just that was pretty raw, pretty like just jumping straight into the definition of love and how we're living it out. So, but I, I had some questions so to just help stimulate this conversation about you know what does the world think love is, or how do they express it, how do they use it, stuff like that, and what does the Bible say? And so we're going to go through these different questions. But Yan, well, some of these questions that I wrote, a few stuck out to you, and it was about. It was about like, you know, uh, what does the world say love is or something like that? And how are they using it? Is that right? Uh, like yeah, that? the question was what um, the world or people love. And, uh, oh, what do they love? Okay. Yeah, what, uh, what, what does uh, love mean to them? Mm. And we talked to, uh, about it in the beginning okay. of this um, um, radio show now that we say like, I love pizza, I love this, I love cars, <laughs> I love... Yeah. I love this person. I love this football player. Yeah. So we love a lot of things, or we say it at least. Mm. But I think love is something that's connected to something like um, power. Mm. For example, I love my job, or I love uh, something because it gives me the feeling that I'm something, that I can do things, or also that I um, can satisfy my desires. For example, mm. money. Mm -hmm. And I... I chase for money because then I can buy me things that makes me happy for some time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is what uh, what love is about, that we can, we love things that make us feel happy and we love people because then we feel supported or um, confirmed and mm -hmm. the way we are. If somebody loves me the way I am, I feel good because then I think, yeah, I'm a good person. Mm. Somebody loves me. And I love others because I like their way. But uh, this love is different to the love from the Bible because God's love is not depending on anything. But our love is like, the person has to look good, maybe. Mm -hmm. So we are interested. Or yeah. the um, character, a personality has to be in a certain way. So that we say, yeah, this person is nice. I love the person. Or if we are in love with um, things, like um, materialistic things and the, they, the things have to um, fulfill a need mm -hmm. uh, for us so yeah. we feel like yeah. the thing is useful for me For me, mm -hmm. yeah but God is not like uh, the, the humans aren't useful for him he just loves us <laughs> they're not useful to <laughs> yeah, but, you petty humans <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he don't need us no. he's still loving us without depending yeah. on anything yeah, yeah. also like Uh, you're saying like the world when they say they love food it's only the food that tastes good to them that they love of course mm. so I mean you know only a, a true person would love Hawaii pizza because of the pineapple on it it's it's those ones that don't like it that we have to pray for yes <laughs> right it's the best pizza <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool yeah so um, so it's totally different and Wow, that's a really tough job. I don't, for the lack of words, to like try and help people understand that love is so much more than that. But I mean, how do you, how do you do that when the word is so like engraved into culture and, and used in that way every day? That's that's a that's a tough one. Daniel, Daniel, you uh, you talked about like uh, you wanted to share a little bit about what what you think the Bible says about this godly love, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think the verse we were reading, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 4 to 7, is love is patient, it's kind, and it's not proud, and it's not self-seeking, mm -hmm. and many things that we already said. And I think the definition of love in, globe, in globes, yeah, uh, yeah, all this. Mm. Uh, and I also... Uh, remember, let me see if I have the verse here. Uh, 
Uh, no, but like the be- the greatest uh, commandment. Commandment, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like love God mm-hmm. with all your knowledge, all your heart, and love your uh, neighbor. Neighbor. Yeah. yeah. So, and like loving God is the first thing because if we love God, then we will love uh, we will love people. It's yeah. actually. These two things, they need to always be together. Yeah. Everyone that loves God loves people. Mm -hmm. And everyone that truly loves people in a biblical way loves God. Mm -hmm. Because if we love the... uh, If we don't love someone that we can see, how could we love God that we don't see? (laughs) That's so cool. And I think, for me, the main thing when I think about love is... Like and the main thing that I don't have completely is like uh, being happy. You know, let's say Manuel he got a new job and he's like having money and he's having a good life. And I'm let's say I'm just poor. I'm not having a good life. Yeah. Can I be happy by Manuel even though I'm like mm-hmm. struggling with money, or I will be like I will envy him mm-hmm. and why? Yeah, envy. Envy. Yeah, yeah I would, would envy him. Like and I think I would envy, you mm-hmm. know, because it's hard to see. It's easy to see other people happy. Yeah. When I'm also happy, yeah. but when I'm having a hard time and other people are having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. So I think in this way, it's like a biblical way to love is uh, desiring good to others and like looking to others as they are, like as you are. The same way I look to myself yeah. you know the yeah. same way i want you to be happy i want you to be happy mm-hmm. and this is hard to like yeah it is. and that, that's why i think that it's something supernatural mm-hmm. like uh because it's also written that those that don't love uh they don't know god and mm-hmm. those Ooh. that love like they know god yeah so if we love in a biblical way is yeah. because we know god yeah and the word for no in this case i I don't know the word, but because uh, they have like no, we have just this word in English, but on the I think it's Greek, probably. Yeah. They have different no, like no for like I know you because I see you, or I can know you by experiencing you, mm. and this is like knowing by experiencing God. Yeah. And when we know by experience, we love others, yeah. and like these two, these two things are always connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good stuff. I like that. Anyone want to add some comments to that? Oh, yeah. I just remember something else. But <laughs> I, no, it's just this is a question because you said that uh, that the main, like the greatest uh, way to show love is giving yourself to your friend. Yeah. But I'll let Jan talk before. But I and you said why is not an enemy? Yeah. And I have no idea. <laughs> so oh, you yeah. need to answer this question because I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have some thoughts on it. I've been, I've thought about this an okay. awful lot. It's just it's deep. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, first Jan, of all, I, uh, then you talked about like um, that we should love our neighbors. Yeah. And then uh, one verse came to my mind. It's Matthew twenty four uh, twenty five fourteen uh, forty that uh, what we do to the least, mm-hmm. we do it to. God or yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So if we love us like in a biblical way, then we also love God. Yeah. And yeah. And to the with the with the enemy that you should love your friend more than your enemy. I also thought about it. And it's very difficult, but I think it's sometimes harder to love your friend than an enemy because you know your friend and you know all the mistakes and all the things that happened maybe your mm-hmm. friend and yeah. it's uh, easier for your friend to hurt you. Then an enemy to hurt you because you trust your friend, and if mm. he is just um, betraying you, betraying you or annoying you, mm. then it's or is disappointing you. Then you feel more hurt than if an enemy who you just think he is annoying you, then mm. he's annoying you. Mm-hmm. Then it isn't that bad. So I think like it's sometimes harder to love your friend or to uh, forgive your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could say, yeah, you knew that it would hurt me. Mm-hmm. You did it. In, mm-hmm. You did it all though, and then that's interesting that you would say that because, like, for me, I think it'd be easier to love and forgive a friend than an enemy. Because 
because uh, an enemy you have no ties with, right? And then uh, they're going to be out of your life anyways. So you can just forget about them. You're like, I don't, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that person. Because forgiveness actually, it, it, biblical forgiveness, for example, is not just saying, I forgive you, right? Biblical forgiveness means to restore, actually. So if you truly forgive somebody, then you're also working on restoring that relationship. And it's much easier to do that with a friend because you have a relationship mm. with that person. And, and from my angle, but I like the angle that you brought in because that's, you know, not everyone thinks the same way. Yeah, I, also, I also forgive my friends. So this is not... No, I, I hope you do. Friends of Jan. Yeah. He has forgiven yeah, you. But okay, <laughs> for me, it's very easy to forgive yeah. people in general. Yeah. So and I'm not very... Uh, when somebody did something, I just say, okay... And then it's okay, but I, I'm not like okay. like ten years ago. You, I'm not like ten years ago. You did this and this to me. I mean, I know some people that do do that, so but we won't go there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Miss okay. Vanessa. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we also talked about, or Daniel, you talked about what the Bible says about yeah. love, right? Yeah. Um, and um, I should talk about what I think the true de definition of love. You is. You don't have to if you don't want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> all good, all good. Um, and I think it it's very similar because um, you talked about like um, putting others before you yourself, right? Mm. Or something like this. Yeah. And um, I agree. I think the main part of love is selflessness and mm -hmm. um, also that you don't expect something in return. If you do, for example, an act of or something out of love, mm -hmm. like serve them, for example, mm -hmm. um, then you don't always expect something in return. We, oh, we also talked about that. Like we don't expect the children or the parents of the children, um, the students, to always come to us and say, yeah, we're so thankful for you. Yeah. Um, it feels nice, of course, but um, that's not why we do it. We do it out of love and we want to do it out of love. Yeah. And I think that's the true <laughs> definition of love. And it's, um, I mean... The true definition of love, it's in the Bible, it's it's God. So, yeah. of course, it's very similar to what Daniel said. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's good. I like your input and that you wanted to share. <laughs> 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 what, what were you going to talk about, Ms. Um Yeah, whether it's actually easy or hard to live out the Bible's definition of oh. love. Because now we've talked so much about what the Bible says, what love is. Um, but, I mean, it's not only theory, it's also, like... Mm -hmm. put into action and like I just can yeah talk for me of course because I can only speak from my own experience um, but I think it's both hard and easy at the same time mm. because I mean like we by ourselves we can never um, love in that way just from within ourselves like we we are human so we can never like love that perfectly from just Yeah, taking it out of ourselves. So no. I think um, God has to come into us and the Holy Spirit has to come into us um, so that we can love that way. So in that way, I think it's like easy because it's not our own um, yeah, act that we love yeah. in that way um, because it's God in us. And I mean, in the Bible, it also says um, we love because God first loved us. So we have yeah. to receive first so that we can give that yeah. love. Yeah. And if we haven't received first, if not the Holy Spirit is in us, then it's really, really hard to um, love that way. Or I would say it's impossible to love that way. Um, but also, like, even though it's easy um, through the Holy Spirit, I still think it's challenging because we're still human. We're still on this yeah, earth. Yeah, come on. And, like, for me, I can say sometimes I think it's challenging because it's so not logical to love that way because it is so... Um, Yeah, selfless and self-sacrificing. Um, so mm. I think like sometimes when I get too much into my brain or into, too much into my thoughts, I'm like, it's it's not logical to love that way. Why would I do that? Mm. Um, so in this way, of course, it's like still hard for the human nature to love in that way. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's both at the same time. True that. <laughs> Someone's trying <laughs> to call us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think this whole love making it easy or hard, um, 
you have like there's it it's interesting because i i heard this um uh this author i think his name is philip yancey hold on okay we're gonna play a song then we'll come right back Sorry about that, folks. So, talking about how easy and hard it is. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I heard this this author, dude. His name is Philip Yancey. Really cool guy. He wrote a lot of books about grace. And he said something that was really profound to me that really made it... Uh, you, you can see Christian values and, and, uh, and a culture that is really influenced by Christian values, by, you know... You know what they do in there every day, right? And he said that here in Western Europe, especially in Denmark, for example, is he was in Denmark talking. So he said that um, he said that uh, you can go to a store and buy something. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hold on, you guys. He said that you can um, go into a store and buy something and, um, and expect the right change back. For the most part. Maybe they miscounted, but not, not on purpose. Mm. You know? All right, hold on. We'll be right back. Let's try that again. <laughs> Sorry out there listening. Just had a few interruptions there. We are continuing this conversation for the last 15 minutes about love. And um, the author basically was saying that, you know, the way that your lifestyle is in, and the culture that you're in is was formed because of Christian values. You know, if you go to uh, another country that has not had that for the past few hundred years, you need to count your change. You know, if you ask for directions, you better double check, ask a few pe- different people for directions before you believe that that's the right way. Because most times they'll want to direct you to another place so that you can buy from someone else because they have their own reasons why. So it, it's just it's just so, so different. 
And 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 uh, I was doing this study with the, the uh, volunteer program in Den- in Denmark, and actually Denmark was one of the leading countries in volunteer work. They love to do volunteer work. They like to go overseas and just serve. And I talked to a few people that volunteer, and they say, "Yeah, we love to volunteer because it's it's a it's a good time to do it in my life right now, you know. But when I get married or when I finish my education, then I need to do this other stuff." And it was just that whole mentality that it's easy to love when it's convenient, you know. But when it gets hard, that's when you start seeing, okay, is this a godly love? Am I loving unconditionally? And that's that's so different. And I think that's the type of love that we need to figure out. How do we put that type of love on that's unconditional, that we love no matter what? You know what I mean? Yeah? Yeah, and I think that's why I meant that the love, the godly love is supernatural. Because mm. like an incon- unconditional love, it's not human. Mm-hmm. So we need to have God in our lives should love like in, like in this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with the last 10 minutes of our time here, we're going we're gonna to talk about this scripture and try and figure out what we can do. And, and okay, when I say, you know, we're going to have like a, you know, people always say we're going to have a question and answer time, right? Uh, well, none of us always have the answers. So I like to say we're going to have a question and response time. <laughs> so we're going to respond to it based on our experience and understanding, but... You know, the only one that has the true answer is God himself, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with his word. So, so this is John 15, 13, and is Jesus uh, talking to his disciples. And um, I think it's actually just after he's talking about how um, the only way that you can produce fruit in your life is by being in me, abide in me. So it was about the, the, the vine and the branches. And then after this, this teaching that he gives his disciples, then he says, you know, greater love has no one than this, then they lay down their life for their friend. And that really pushed a button back in the days because I was just trying to understand this, like, you know, wait a minute, you know, of course I, I, I would die for my friend or my family. You know, wh- what about enemies, you know? And because he also says to like bless your enemies and pray for your enemies. And and, uh, you just read different stories in the Bible about how to deal with your enemies. And that's like really tough to do, you know? So why is, you know, why isn't the greatest love loving your enemies? You guys have any thoughts on that? On why you think he would say it that way? Uh, I think it's because it's a reference to Jesus. die uh, death mm-hmm. it's like there's no greater love than a friend like giving yourself to a friend so and it's like jesus said it now i call you friends like he mm-hmm. said this to his disciples mm-hmm. so i think it's kind of a reference okay but i was just also thinking but all those people that were persecuting him and saying crucify him they 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 were his enemies he died for them as well he also died for his disciples and he called them friends before. He says, I know, like he said, I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know the business of their master, but I call you friend. And that was also very profound. So here, here's my thoughts on it. And you can tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. So um, people were an enemy of Jesus in the supernatural You got Lucifer and all the fallen angels and demons, big time enemy of Jesus, (laughs) right? On earth, you had the Pharisees, you know, you had, you had the people that were easily persuaded by the religious leaders. They were all enemies of Jesus. I don't think he looked at them as enemies ever. I don't think he looked at anyone of him, any any person, any part of humanity as an enemy. He didn't look at them. He always looked at us as a friend. The reason why I think that is because then you read in Romans, it says that while we were still sinners, which means enemies, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So I think that he has always looked at us as a friend. And I think that's the challenge. He's saying, no greater love is this, that you even look at your enemy as your friend and would die for him. 
So that that that's what I that's how I look at it. Like, wow, okay. So I cannot look at anybody, no matter how hard they are to me, rude to me, or how much they hurt me or have abused me, whatever. I can't look at them as my enemy. I have to look at them as a friend because that's what Jesus did. He did the same. He looked at everybody, even when they were all against him, persecuting him, wanting to crucify him, beating him and whipping him. Those are my friends. He was looking at the Roman soldiers while being whipped and in pain, putting a, 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 a thorn crown on his head, smashing it, tearing his clothes off. He was calling him friends. Would you call a friend? Would you call somebody a friend that was doing that to you on the spot? No, that's why it's supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it makes sense. And uh, Jesus called us his friends. And mm -hmm. so my, and we don't know what happened to this people afterwards. Maybe they get, uh, maybe they realized mm. and then they got um, saved or they decided to live with Jesus mm -hmm. afterwards. And then they are his, actually his mm -hmm. friends, not mm -hmm. just the friends of like, you are not because of the natural love, friends because they are saved. And mm -hmm. so it would make sense when Jesus like things like in the future. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's powerful. And and actually, a lot of those people that were yelling and, and chanting "Crucify Him, Crucify Him" were the same ones that heard Peter preach and felt the conviction and gave their life to Jesus in that three thousand plus after. So yeah, they they did. A lot of them did turn around and come to Christ and. Even before the resurrection, I think there was a, while there was an earthquake, Yeah, some of them said, oh, truly he was the son of God. Yeah. So it was even before he, yeah. the resurrection. Yeah. But man, and, and then even on the cross, he was like, you know, forgive them, Father, because they don't know what they're doing. Mm. These are my friends. Don't, 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 don't judge them. They don't know what they're doing. Like he's sticking up for them, you know? <laughs> my goodness, what is that? Yeah. There is just no way that I can naturally want to think that way towards somebody that is hurting me purposely. Like it just, it's, it's overwhelmingly like, wow. And, and Jesus says, hey, I loved you this way. Go and love that way too. And man, I want to do that. Like that's my biggest goal in life is to, to try and love the way that he's loved me. And, and there's, I mean, at least, you know, like, like you said, when you share, you can only share from your experience, but I know for a fact how much he's saved me from and how much he was patient with me and cared for me and loved me and was still my friend, made me feel in my heart that he was my friend after all the stupidness that I did and harmful things I did to others and to him, like he still loved me and still helped me. Like, who am I to say I can't do that to others? You know, there's just no way that I ever want to like deny the opportunity to try and love like that. So, yeah. And what I think is really nice is Stefan, Stephen, the first uh, martyr. Because mm. he also, when he died, he was like, God don't uh, consider the, their sin like mm -hmm. on this. Yeah. He was like, wow, he was being stoned. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> I think this is, yeah, it's, it's so nice to mm. think about like what he did, how, like how, how God was in the life of him that mm. he was like, while he was being killed, he was like, God, forgive them. Mm. That's, that was what he was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So for those listening, as always, I like to just try and maybe give a little bit of practicality to all this, you know, how do you put this type of love on in situations? Have you been, has it been hard and you just like, no, I'm going to do this to help me put this type of love on? Like, what do you guys do that maybe can help others struggling to put on this type of love as well? I think the, one of the main things is being humble mm. and saying, God, I don't know how to love, teach me. Mm. And even like, let's say, Someone that's like already a Christian for 50 years, 
he still needs to say, God, teach me, because mm. I still need to uh, love even more. Yeah. So yeah. it's never losing this uh, humbleness. Mm. I like that. Anyone else? Yeah? Yeah, I think um, one of the um, biggest points is that you should like try to make your heart like God's heart and always reflect yourself because I um, I know for myself I'm very wait I'm not very uh, resentful so this is what I experienced since I'm like living with God that if people do something bad to me mm -hmm. it's still bad and I don't accept it just like this but afterwards when people came to me and say sorry for me I I don't see the person as something who did this to me it's just like a normal person and it depends mm -hmm. on what relationship we had before. Mm. So I had some friends and we, of course, had um, trouble. So we also had like bigger conflicts where things happened that weren't that nice. And so, mm. but mm. afterwards we are all like this again, yeah. Yeah. all friends. And so the, restore, baby. Yeah. And I think this is forgive and restore. This is how it should work. And I mean, I mean, it, I can just uh, recommend it to achieve because it's very good because I know afterwards everything is fine. Mm -hmm. I have never to think about it again. Mm. So it just takes a lot of um anger. So so in in one sentence what um, would you tell people to do? Restoring. Yeah. Uh, takes a lot of um trouble and heavy thoughts from oh, you. Yeah. And God can help you. Mm -hmm. God wants to help you. Yeah. Humble, restore. Anything else you want to add? Girls. Um I would say try to be intentional with with Tension. Um, yeah. What you do, and mm. especially when you want to learn how to love people, mm -hmm. I think it's yeah, it's a progress probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In intention, I like that. Yeah, it's weird because like I think back about before I was with Christ, and man, I held so many grudges, and I I was hating on people just for small things, and after giving my life to Jesus, it was just such a quick transfer or you know transition that made it for some reason it was just so much easier to let go and uh, of course you know it's always a process and like he said you have to work on it whether you're a new christian or been a christian for 50 years you have to be intentional you have to you know uh, be humble and you have to like you know okay why am i trying to forgive oh it's because i want to restore this relationship i want to restore this person whatever so, yeah, you have to remember all those things, but it is his power that does it. Mm -hmm. There's just no other way. Yeah. Like, we can be as practical as we want, but in the end, it's it's supernatural. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. So True. Cool. Thanks for all your input. This was really good. Good stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry for the little interruptions earlier. Had an emergency phone call, but... um. We will be back here. We are going to be starting a new series um, to do with uh, pace. And it's called like this global Bible study that we're going to do together. And the theme is, why are the chosen chosen? It talks about the Bible, how we're chosen. Why are we chosen? So we're going to go deep into that for the whole month of November. We're just going to break that down. So get ready to join us for that. Otherwise, you all have a good week. Lena, would you like to close us in prayer, please? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Jesus, I just want to thank you um, that we could have this time together, that we could yeah, just talk about you and um, about who you are, and also that we had this opportunity to share with so many other people. And I just pray for everyone who was listening today that you just bless them and that you will fill them up with you Uh, with your spirit and with your love and um, that they can experience that in their life and what we talked about today um yeah just bless the rest of this day and bless everyone who is listening and give them what they need hmm. amen amen all right y'all facebook world and online streaming this uh, be blessed and have a good week as always you can look us up if you need any type of help prayer request or you just want to hang out so have a good one take care bye bye Thank you.